Welcome to the In the Great Wide Somewhere podcast, where we share stories of faith, hope, miracles, and more through people living life on mission. I'm Talia, wife, mom, and field coordinator for Missionary Ventures International, and I'm inviting you to join my family as we pack our bags and move abroad from sunny Florida to the UK. So grab your wellies, that's green boots, and join me on this adventurous life of faith in the Great Wide Somewhere. Hello from the United Kingdom. This is Talia, your host, and Happy New Year, friends. It has been a whole month since we hopped on a plane and landed in England. And to be honest, I can't believe how fast time is flying. So today I just wanted to sit down, catch up with you, and tell you a little bit about our first month. So if you haven't already, click pause and grab yourself a cuppa, a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, whatever you want. And let me tell you all about the good, the difficult, and the different. Okay. Let me start with this. The adjustment has actually been really manageable. I think that it's in part due to our experience of missions and just um, being travelers and sort of having a transient lifestyle over the last few years in ministry. But I also think that our missions prep leading up to this, and of course, God's goodness, but I'm so thankful for just the season of preparation, both personally and in ministry and the cultural school that we got to attend, because I can see how some of those things have really played out in making this adjustment manageable or less overwhelming. I mean, that's not to say it's been perfect. It's definitely been an adjustment. It's just not been an overwhelming one. And I'm also thankful that God has really started to sort of show us like, this is the time. The Comers are supposed to be in the UK right now, not two years ago when we first felt called, not 18 months ago when we were really stressed out about why visas weren't working and why COVID hit and all these things, but right now. And I'm reminded of when Paul was shipwrecked and he was on his way to do ministry, but this was this unexpected sort of waiting period for him and how the Lord used it to further his ministry and really he needed to go through that. And I can see how it's sort of the same for us. And again, just how this timing is so perfect. So if you have been on this journey with us for a long time or have supported us for the last number of years, then you have seen us go through this waiting season and now sort of living in this, um, yeah, in this, this moment of, okay, now's the time. And we are so excited to have you along with us. Okay. So let's get into it. The good, the difficult, the different. Obviously, the best thing about being here has been trying the new food. And I wish Keith was on with me right now because he would just be telling you about all the pastries he's eating and yeah, pretty much every carb he can get his hands on. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that it's safe to say that British people, pastries and yeah, pastries and and bread is just like their main food group (laughs) or it could just be the holidays, but basically picture a food, any food and wrap it in a pastry, and you can find it here. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the good. Community, friends, going on trips, and the girls adjusting well have been some of our top highlights here. It's been amazing to feel like even in this first month, we have really built some relationships. And obviously, that's why we're here. And that's our goal. But the fact that these friends are coming so naturally, and we're being able to integrate into the community so, so well, even in a month has been really encouraging. Um, we just are really enjoying our time getting to know people here and, um, so thankful for the people of the church that we've been attending that 
donated things to this home that we're living in and invested their time into making sure that it was ready for us when we got here because that made a huge difference in us adjusting well. We were able to walk into the home that we're renting and it felt like a home. There were sheets on the bed and toys in the corner and dishes in the in the cabinets and for that I am just praising the Lord because because while we were adjusting and going through some of the difficult things, we didn't have to also be moving in and wondering why the place didn't feel like home. It was like we walked in and and even Veda knew this is our home. So I'm so thankful for that. We took a train trip to London just after Christmas as a family, and it was so much fun. Now, part of it was to see more of the country as we're learning the culture. It was Uh, we were able to do some sightseeing and also part of it was to see how are the girls going to do on a trip like this how do they travel you know are they going to be traveling well and what are the needs that we have as we look forward to and start to plan more trips and I am so thankful to tell you that the girls did wonderful and it's hilarious to us because they hate the car (laughs) they are terrible car travelers but they do really great on airplanes and trains. And so I'm really thankful that that's the way of life over here. But all in all, they are just acclimating well and we're trying to enjoy it. We're trying to enjoy the good and not miss out on it and not look, you know, be looking ahead and wondering what's next, but just enjoying all of these good moments that God is giving us and has given us over the last month. So some of the difficult things Um, I think that the most difficult thing we dealt with as a family was being sick. It felt like as soon as we stepped foot off the plane, we had a cold and then another cold and then another cold. And it was like back to back to back or lingering for like three weeks. Um, So much so that I ended up finally calling our telehealth doctors who assured me that everything was fine. And fortunately here in the UK, you can go down to the pharmacy and at no cost pick up like a whole box of COVID tests. So we were certain that it wasn't COVID, um, which allowed us to sort of manage manage our symptoms at home and, and stay in when we needed to, but also get out and get some fresh air as needed. But being sick led to, I think, extra exhaustion because we were already dealing with exhaustion from adjusting to the time and um, you know, you're just sort of, your body is working harder as it adjusts to a new culture. When you walk outside and nothing really feels familiar, the, you know, you walk down the street and you can't recognize whether that's a restaurant or a hotel or a pharmacy because even the buildings look different and the signage looks different. It just, it makes your body work, you know, so much harder than it's used to. So we definitely dealt with some exhaustion and some illness, but I'm not, I I think that the Lord used it to also make sure that we had a very slow first month. Not that it was fun being sick, but I think we could have easily jumped in and gotten really ahead of ourselves because we were excited. And I'm thankful that we had this time and ability to just rest and look forward to Christmas. And um, I think that was good. And one of the things that we really needed to to know was that these difficult things that we face are part of learning and they're going to end. They're not going to, some of these things are, you know, they're not sticking around forever. It's just part of our learning. It's part of our adjusting. It's part of us growing here in a new culture. And I think knowing that and remembering that helped when we dealt with some difficult things with some of the, some behavioral things with the girls. Now, like I said, they adjusted really, really well, but imagine being three years old and 
those things I mentioned, like everything looks different, everybody's dressing a little different, everybody sounds different. And while she didn't seem to be bothered by any of it, it would come out in in some anxiety for Veda. Um, so for example, we went to someone's house for dinner and they offered her juice. So she was really excited. She said, yes, please, I'll have an apple juice. And they said, oh, well, we don't have apple juice. And she thought that that meant there is no apple juice anywhere in England. She's never going to have an apple juice again. And she came to me with the saddest look, so sad that she was never going to have an apple juice again. (laughs) And it sounds silly, but these are the things that her little brain is processing. Or we took her to the beach a couple weeks ago and just the coast. We were having some uh, meetings with some other Missionary Ventures partners and it was right on the coast. And so I tried to prep her really well. Like, sweetie, that we're going to the beach, but it's going to be very cold and we're going to wear our jackets and it's not the Florida beach. It's a different beach. And so she was ready. She's so excited. We're having a beach day, a cold beach day. And we got out and we were skipping and running to the water. And all of a sudden she pulls my hand and she says, mommy, I'm not laughing anymore. I'm crying because it's so cold here. (laughs) And so we're trying to help her through some of these little things, but I think that has been hard to watch because even though we know these things are going to pass, it's part of shaping her and God's going to use these things to, you know, for her benefit and his glory later. Some of that has been hard to watch. And the first two weeks we dealt with a lot of those types of situations. So I'm thankful that that's behind us. And I know that we'll face some of that as we move forward, but it seems like they're getting easier. And um, again, this adjustment has really just been very manageable and I am praising the Lord. Okay, so some of the different, again, I wish Keith was on here because we have been laughing so hard at the fact that food is so different here and not just food, but like groceries. So we go to the grocery store and it takes us three times as long because even though there's actually quite a few familiar brands and we were surprised at how much was the same, like different shampoos that are the same and toothpastes are the same. And I think we were overly prepping ourselves for everything to be different. But the things that are different are really throwing us for a loop. <laughs> so for Christmas, I made pecan pie, which is not a common thing over here. It's very American. So that was sort of something that I thought I would bring to the table. I made pecan pie. And I shared that in my last I think in the last podcast, and maybe I already shared this too, but I was looking for corn syrup and corn starch, and they don't call it that here. They call it corn flour and golden syrup. Syrup, did I say that? Corn syrup and corn starch? Yes, golden syrup and corn flour. And so I spent like 20 minutes looking for these two ingredients just to find out that they had a completely different name, and there they were staring me in the face the whole time on the shelf. Um, We are learning that what we would call breakfast lunch and dinner um here would be called breakfast dinner and tea and so it's just sort of been fun actually to sort of work through some of these things and our missionary ventures directors who are our friends uh, that we've been able to spend so much time with here have been so gracious to us as we kind of learn these things and it's been really neat to see these cultural differences i think every day we have something we laugh about like oh is that what you call that or oh what do you mean by that and that has become quite a common phrase in our household oh well what do you mean by that (laughs) when somebody asks us what we want um yeah it's been really great and i'm i'm excited to see how we learn more and how we continue to adjust and um ultimately just embracing the different 
the differences and and embracing the differences of the things that are different here in this culture and also embracing the things that we bring to the table that is unique to our culture and um I think that it could be easy to try and jump in and, and adapt to the culture here, which is important. You want to you want to adapt, but you also don't want to lose what you bring because God has called us as an American and a Canadian to come over here, created in his image and created the way he created us. And he had placed us as nationals of North America and he has called us here. And he knew all of that before. And so he doesn't need us to be British people. He needs us to be North American people in Britain. And I'm trying to remember to embrace those things um, and embrace the things that feel different. And I think knowing that coming in and and having that mindset has really helped some of these things because I think I've shared this before, but when Keith and I first got married, I moved to Canada and I really didn't have any experience. Uh, I mean, I had traveled much, but let me tell you, living somewhere is much different than being an avid traveler. It's different when you're traveling and experiencing culture than when you're living it. And um, I had moved to Canada where Keith is from and I was not prepared for some of these things. So some of the differences, they were not fun for me. They were not enjoyable. I didn't embrace them. I was I was put off by them. I was confused by them. And it was really, really hard. Like not only was I newly married but and going through that adjustment, but here I am at the grocery store not wondering why, like I'm wondering why in the world do you, do you sell milk in bags? <laughs> and so it's neat to be able to say, wow, Lord, you let me walk through that. It was a challenge and it was really a difficult thing for me to go through 10 years ago. But now I can walk into this season and say, okay, cool. So you don't call, um, you know, this the same thing that I call it back home. But that's that's not bad or weird or confusing. That's just different. Great. Let me see if I can ask for help. And Google has become our best friend at the grocery store. (laughs) So, all right, there's the good, there's the bad, there's the difficult. Ultimately, we are just so thankful that our time here has been really, really great. God was so sweet to give us such a great first month full of just relationship building and memories and travel already. And as we look ahead to what's next, I'm just so excited to bring you guys on this journey. Um, We are already planning trips as a family um, for the purpose of our ministry here and our mission. and, And as our role becomes continually defined and clarified with Missionary Ventures Great Britain, it's just amazing to me how much the Lord is affirming um, just why he's brought us here and what we offer and the things that we'll be able to be a part of and help facilitate. And I can't wait to share those things with you. And so looking ahead at 2022, I'm eager and excited for you guys to to be a part of this journey. And I'm excited about the content I'm going to bring you. And I'm aiming to bring you so many interviews lined up with just people doing amazing things around the world. And I cannot wait for you to hear how God is working across the globe and maybe even in your backyard. We are working on bringing trips and missions teams from North America over to this side of the world. And hopefully next week, you'll be able to hear from a really Um, awesome partner who's doing some really great stuff in, in Eastern Europe. So stay tuned for that. And I will catch you next time from somewhere in the great wide. Did you know you can follow our journey even closer on social media? Find me, Talia Comer, on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to partner with us in all the work that God is doing across the UK and Europe through Missionary Ventures, you can join us by going to mvi.org 
slash Comer, C-O-M-E-R.